When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, my name is Gary Mansfield, and this is the Ministry of Arts podcast, where each week I'll be speaking to a different artist. Now let's begin by bagging these bongos. Well, hello and welcome to February and episode 163. But before we speak of today's guest... Firstly, as ever, thank you to our Patreon supporters, without whom we would not be able to listen to this episode. And thanks again, because the social distancing rules have been relaxed, we're more than likely going to be doing more face-to-face interviews rather than over Zoom, although it is convenient. But preempting that, we've been able to upgrade our external mics, thanks to the Patreon support. And if you are a regular podcast listener, you may have noticed we don't have... Um, interrupting adverts at the start middle of end of this podcast that's because it's self-funded and if you like what you hear you can head over to the ministry of arts instagram page you'll find a link tree drop down box which will direct you to the patreon page and from as little as three pounds a month you can help keep us afloat and if you're not able to that's absolutely fine this content is free for everyone or if you'd like to come and see us in person or even record in live We've been invited along to Roy's Art Fair at the start of April, which is at the Truman Brewery. We're going to be recording a podcast, editing it, producing it and uploading it live at Roy's Art Fair. So come along and you can see how this shambles is put together. But back to today's episode, number 163. I'm taking you to meet designer Camille Walala. I absolutely love Camille's work. It always puts a spring in your step. Bright, bold and colourful, just like the artist herself. I first met Camille, I think it was possibly 2017, when she was part of my Face Value 2 exhibition. I think it was 2, possibly 3. But either way, she collaborated with Eddie Parnell, 
and the finished artwork was purchased by well I won't say but they're um the person is a good friend of the podcast let's say and it's definitely one I regret not buying at the time well if you don't know Camille's work and you're a kid of the 80s or inspired by the 80s Camille Walala is just for you and as mentioned just a little while ago her designs are sharp they're bold they're colorful and if you are a regular listener you may remember me speaking about Camille just at the end of 2021 when I was talking about the Kersler Arts Exhibition at the South Bank called The Eye and the We. She curated it with her sister Sarah and what a show it was. We did intend to record this back then in I think it was like October, November but just timings didn't work out. But she's here now so who cares? So please come with me as I spoke face to face Face to face. Who'd, who'd thought that would ever be a thing that you'd have to highlight, eh? Anyway, please come with me as I spoke face to face with Camille in her studio. Did you see who the cursor have got next year for? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's pretty, amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She told me when we were doing. That's amazing. That's so good. They said they was going to try and get him. Yeah. Um, I didn't. It's I, confirmed, yeah, because I wasn't sure. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be too possible, but. With his oh, ties in prison as well, it's perfect, isn't yeah, it? Really? Yeah, 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 it's amazing, it's so good. Well, we've got seven questions okay. that we ask each artist. And the first being, how would you explain what you do to someone that doesn't know your work? Um, so I think what I do, I do a lot of like colorful, uh, joyful artwork, I think, and on a different scale. So ideally what I'd love to do is um, do installation or things which is like public art, um, to be able like to make it accessible to everyone so that's kind of the main things uh, we do here in the studio um, but um, yeah so it's kind of varied I can do like public art in terms of installation or I do like um, I, my background it was a lot of like uh, painting murals um, like starting with street art a bit illegally and then it just become a start. is that where it started with street art pretty much yeah yeah yeah, nice. yeah yeah and I think eventually I got, I got paid <laughs> to <laughs> and where was that uh, so this was, I think I did study textile degree. So when I finished university, I was like... It was in France? Or no, UK? here actually, yeah, here in Brighton. I studied uh, textile when I was quite late. I went back to uni at 28, so I finished at 32. And um, I I did like textile, but I just wanted to apply things on a yeah. bigger scale. And I think that's when my ex-boyfriend was a street artist. And I think like I always kind of shared the studio with him. He was always doing uh-huh. big paste up. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what am I doing in the studio? Just drawing like small little ladies so I eventually make them big and just go on brick lane and paste nice. them up and I just saw it was missing at the t- I, I don't know if it was missing but it was just not enough colorful artwork yeah. in the street I yeah. thought it was quite deep and dark and I just saw he's missing a bit of a feminine touch in, uh, <clears throat> in all of this street art so I just started doing that and for a few years and I think I just um, yeah just like uh, word of mouth people starting to see my work and give me like opportunity to do installation or like I designed a night I designed a nightclub for um what do you call it? XOYO, I don't know if you oh, know yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, years ago. It was amazing. It was like, this guy just saw my work and he said, oh, actually, I've got this big space. Do you want to kind of like transform it? And it was, I was quite nervous because I never done anything like this before. Yeah, it's I, about you, no? yeah and it was only like drawing. I was only doing cushion and selling them on Broadway Market at the yeah. time. So by having this guy coming to me and say, oh, I've got £12,000. You do whatever you want. You can go crazy as much as you want or you just save the money and play safe. Um, so like, I was like, 
I mean, amazing. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play it safe. Yeah, I'm definitely going to put as much as I can out there. And, uh, and it was an amazing. This guy was a lot of back and forth because I didn't really know how to draw on 3D or I didn't really use computer at the time. So I was doing a lot of like photocopy of pattern yeah, on different yeah. scale and putting on the wall and going to see him. And, and for three months, he just gave me the confidence to kind of like go yeah, wide. And uh, so that was an incredible opportunity. And yeah, I think just like pushing in London, just like any opportunity I had to decorate a, a bar or do a little min- bit of an exhibition for my friend. <clears throat> I was doing it and on the side I was... Uh, working on Bordeaux Market selling cheese uh, as a part-time, <laughs> part-time job. So just to kind of like, you know, like before like yeah. the, the art start to take over. But, and yeah, so it's been now, so we're finishing in 32. Um, yeah, it was quite 2008. So yeah, it's been since then slowly just kind of like putting myself out there. And um, I think like it was been a big moment where I always wanted to paint a big building. And I remember putting this ad like years ago on the, on the, um, on Instagram and I just I want to paint a building and this woman said oh actually my husband's got this big building in Shoreditch do you want to paint it and I'm like yes yeah. <laughs> and uh, they had about that easy well you know what? I just like I just feel like when you really want something and I'm really pushy not pushy yeah, I, but I don't mean easy I mean normally it's proposals and weeks and weeks yeah and it was quite weird that story because it was oh, like we oh. we um so yeah so like this woman i met her on insta i met her on instagram we had a coffee and she said and this building was i mean you know the one it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. when they saw me the place like, i can't believe this is like this yeah. is huge it's like it's the middle of like whole street <laughs> and i was i never done any painting like that before i didn't even know how to do it how to start but and i was so it was such an amazing opportunity so it took me six months to kind of draw and find wow. that because it was actually not much space to paint yeah, it's yeah. actually not much surface to paint so i just wanted to make something really interesting, quite um, uh, with a lot of movement in the design, working with a perspective. So eventually I came back after six months and said, oh, here we go, I've gotten the design. And they said, oh, you know what, I'm sorry, but actually in between the time we offer you that paint, this building, we had a massive uh, advertising agency. Oh, um, yeah, advertising agency asking us, we could have uh, banners on the building and they pay us £10,000 a month for the... And I was like, oh, no, okay, fair enough. That's, yeah, yeah, I mean, I was gutted, but I just accept, obviously. Um, I understand their, their, their priority. And um, a few months later, it was still nothing on their building, so I just went back to them and said, listen, like, what's happening with your advertising? There's nothing there. I would, be, I would love to paint this building. And they were like, okay, well, you know what? We don't know how long, let's do it. We don't know how long it's going to be because if yeah. the advertising come back in two months, it means we will just take the job. I'm like, fine, fine by me. They gave me two grand to do the whole thing. Oh. It's like, we were like material, uh, everything. So we didn't make any money. So I put this ad on Instagram. So I need some, um, I just say, can we pay this? Can I, okay, I need to find a volunteer, but can we pay them in food and Prosecco every night? <laughs> and they, they were like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. So like every night we're like, okay, at least we've got Prosecco to drink. Um, and so I found like volunteer from Instagram. There were so many people reply. Well, shit, I don't actually know how I'm going to paint this. We didn't ask. The, so the building is not even their building. It's like yeah. they rent it to a millionaire who lives in Barbados. So we didn't even ask the guy. We didn't ask the council. We just rent a bloody weird uh, scissor lift, which is like, <laughs> like an indoor scissor lift. So it was, like, it was actually like trembling on the floor. It was really bad. And no health and safety whatsoever. Uh, and we just in the middle of Wall Street. So we were like, yeah. fuck it, let's go. Let's paint it. And no one cared. No one stopped us. Um, so we paint the old building. The landlords, I think, he never really find out about this building being painted. And the thing is, because I knew this, it means this building is ten thousand pound worth of advertising. At the time, I never signed my work anywhere. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, hold on a minute, ten thousand pound worth of advertising. So one of the guy painted it. He was a street, uh, no, a 
songwriter. Yeah, yeah, so I said, yeah. can you just paint my name? A massive, like three meter long, very clear to read. Of course. And, um, and I got like 10,000 pounds worth of advertising for like Shit. four years, actually. The, 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 and I got like job like with like Giorgio Armani, people pass in front of the building and they took my name and contact me and say, how did you find what about me? I know. It was really, and I'm normally not really business minded, but you know, this time I'm like, fuck it, I'm just struggling of for course. so long. Yeah. This is an opportunity to take and you don't get paid. So I'm going to have my name massively on and there. And what was the signature that you put on there? Was it how you do? No, no, no. That's the thing. I just, it was like, Camille, walala. I mean, at the time it was not many, it was just the beginning of Instagram. You know, like now people do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even do that. I just put Camille, walala, massive, very clear to read. And um, no, now I just will do like a big low, walala, I don't really yeah. do anything. But that, um, yeah, that was amazing. And it was just like, all of a sudden, like, it was so much... Um, uh, pub, I don't know, uh, adver, uh, people like tag me on Instagram. I had so many followers, I had so many people just constantly messaging me how amazing it is. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, it was just really nice kind of like breakthrough, I think. Yeah, and what year was that? Uh, say again, uh, 2000, it was six years ago, six and a half years ago, like 2015, 2016, wow. yeah. And after that, it's just been like amazing kind of opportunity it happened pretty when much. When was it you was doing the zebra crossings? Yeah, so that's, uh, it was like maybe a year later, 2017, so it was, yeah, nice. Again, it was a really nice way to um, do public art, like being a, be accessible, like make people smile. I think it's really nice. Every time like I've got comments, or I used to, I mean, I still do, but um, I, it was quite warming to see people always come and say, oh, you know, your work make me, your yeah. work make me smile in the street. And, and I think that was kind of the purpose of my work. What I really wanted is just like, just make the mundane a little bit more of exciting course. for I people. I was on the phone to someone and I'm, I'm talking to him and I've, I've gone over and gone to the lights. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the traffic to stop. And I'm just talking, and I'm looking down, and I went, fucking hell, I'm like amazing, is everyone crossing? <laughs> yeah. And I went, hold on, and I'm like, oh, at that time, I had to sort of stop the phone call, oh, save the phone yeah, call, yeah. phoned him back, I said, oh, you want to have a look at this, is everyone crossing? And um, yeah, I showed it to someone else, and then they mentioned your name. Yeah, and, uh, oh, that's Yeah, nice. I like the idea, because you've done a few of those, didn't I you? I did not, I uh, did two, but this one was like, it was, uh, I think it was just, uh, I think it was in, uh, so it was just behind the Tide Moderne, you know, but like, they yeah, never, yeah, yeah. it was supposed to be there for three months, and I think it was so successful in terms of, people actually were like so responding to like a colorful um, zebra crossing and yeah. so like everyone actually uses zebra crossing much more <laughs> yeah. and yeah. so they kind of kept it for much longer so I mean it's, uh, it's been there for years I mean now it's kind of like of disappearing a bit but um, yeah it was just again like people reacting very nicely to that jo to that work and I think since then it's been like a, an expansion of like public art colorful yeah. I think it's quite a few of us now you know like doing that in London especially so yeah it's exciting to be part of a bit of a movement of like bringing joy yeah, nice. in the city. Did you always have art at home growing up? No, uh, well, my dad, so my parents divorced when I was like really young. So my dad lives in Paris and he's an architect and is oh, wow. um, I just always, I just like, his house was really minimal, a bit more like gray and cold, yeah. but it just yeah. had really nice structure, I guess. And where my mom in South of France, uh, it's really warm house. It's like a lot of like African fabrics everywhere yeah, nice. and Provence. Like that. Yeah, and it's just like colorful wall in the house. And I think she's not, yeah, just using a really, using colors in a really um, positive or like warm way. So I think I didn't quite realize, but I realized that later. But it did definitely influence my, uh, my path. I think yeah. both of them are, are quite creative in a different way. So I think my love of geometry is probably from my dad and the colorful uh, nice. pattern from my mom. Nice. And what brought you to the UK to study? Um, so I was really bad at school. Like I was failed GCSE, I failed A level, I was uh, failing my degree of literature, and I just I failed it because I couldn't 
pass my English exam and I just wanted to stop university I just wanted to do my thing and my dad said okay no you can't you have to finish your degree I'm going to send you to London to study English for three months and you're going to come back and do your degree and I, and, and I hated him I hated him <laughs> and he paid everything for me we were like 97 I'm like, I was 23 yeah. just like I live in a really small town I mean I studied in a kind of smallish town but like in France I just wanted to be I was wearing crazy clothes, but in France, people, you know, like, look at you, like, I had this yeah, Spice yeah. Girl boots, you know, <laughs> and uh, in my town, they were like, what the fuck, is, what, so what are these girls wearing? Like, I just didn't feel very in, at ease in France, but my dad, so my dad forced me to come in London. I had a friend of mine, like, we were studying, studying English for a few months, and he was in Camden Town, so 97, Camden Town, nice. like, I remember arriving there, I said, what, <laughs> what is that place, like, yeah. with my little suitcase from uh, south of France, and I was... And dressing like that in Camden, yeah, you don't yeah, even get yeah, looked at, yeah, that's the thing, like, I feel like at home, it's yeah. like, London is the best place, like, no one care, no one judging you, you can wear whatever, whatever you want, and that was amazing, it was literally like, like, it just like completely expand my, my mind, my vision, and I think my... So my dad, yeah, I was supposed to be there for three months and they were paying for my school and I was like the, the you know, ungrateful daughter. <laughs> and uh, after like two months, I'm like, oh, actually, I need to do a bit of work because I'm starting to enjoy myself yeah. here and starting to go to parties and finding things of, uh, um, that I don't really want my parents to pay for. And um, so I did find a, yeah, just find a little job and just love the, the freedom. And like I worked in a restaurant for years. I couldn't speak English, so it was quite hard to start my kind of dream dream job was I want to work for Pret-a-Manger <laughs> I, I just I didn't get the job but I was not good I, I just love the uniform but I want to work for there but that was kind of where I was aiming for and um, yeah so like I just went back to France passed my exam without cheating because normally I was cheating and I was really bad <laughs> so without cheating I managed to pass my English exam and after that I just came back and I stayed yeah. and it's been like now since 97 so it's been a long time almost longer in London than France wow. and um, yeah I love it here I mean I loved it here for so yeah it's, it's been really incredible place to be and I think uh, you just can achieve so much more here or maybe because I wasn't from there but wasn't from here but um yeah, just I had. It's been an amazing opportunity. People you meet, and I think that you're just like the the, the eccentric vibe. I think that's yeah. what I loved at the time, and multi multi like a lot of different culture. Just met so many nice people. So yeah. And just out of curiosity, because you've spent roughly half your life yeah. UK France. Mm. When you're in the UK yeah. and you're going to go back to France, do you feel like you're going back home? And likewise, when you're in, when you've yeah. been in France for a while and coming yeah. to, to the UK. Does that feel like you? I think I feel home? like a home here. Like every time I go to, like at some point, oh, maybe I just like. I mean, a lot. I miss the sun. I think that's the only thing. Like I'm come. I'm from a. I come from. I grew up in with a beautiful weather. Yeah, <laughs> no, and I think this is the only thing. I just like winter like this is just a hard one. And I think sometimes like oh maybe I should maybe I want to live somewhere else. But every time I go to France or anywhere else, I'm like. I can't, yeah. I can't leave London, it's like, it's like, oh, it's funny I'm hooked. Where your roots start to yeah. settle in, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know when it was that you realised you wanted to be an artist? Not really, because I think when I was younger, I just drew, but I was, I always thought, oh, I'm wasting paper, I was like, that was my mentality, I didn't have much confidence, I think I just didn't really allow myself almost to do anything creative when I was younger. So my only mem- I don't really have much memories. I want you to do a bit of fashion, but you know when you meet people in your in your when you're young and they tell you, oh, you know, if you want to study fashion now, that's it, you're stuck and you're gonna have to do that the rest of your life. And I'm like, I'm 15 years old, like I don't know. <laughs> so I didn't do that. I just do that. I did a boring study instead because I wasn't sure what to do. So, um, so when I came here, I didn't do anything creative. But again, London was a really good place. So doing waitress, I, I was waitress like 
from the age of 23 when I arrived at 22 uh, until 28. I worked in a restaurant for all these years. And at some point, I guess starting to get a bit bored. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like my ideal job. I didn't really know what to do. So I do, did a lot of like different class, like evening class. And I think in London, you've got so many yeah. opportunities to study. So I did a bit of textile and did a bit of photography. And for years, I always changed my mind. Like my parents didn't really trust me anymore because they were like, okay, what's now? What do you want to be now? Uh, you want to be a chef? Now I want to be a therapist. And I yeah. want to be... Dreams like balloons. You yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you could see another. your parents they don't trust you anymore. Now, not they trust you, but they don't really... So when I decided to go back to... So I did study a little bit. Um, text, I, I started studying. And then I met an amazing woman. And we did, I did a, a pre-foundation and a foundation of textile. So it was a lot of... But I was already was becoming really colorful and graphic and uh, and I went to Brighton to do textile for fashion so it was print printed textile for fashion and um, I got there I was 10 years older than everyone else and I was still not when I finished uni I remember I was like I was uh, yeah I didn't really want to get a job as a textile designer because I can't draw a flower I can't draw so you need to answer the trend so if this year that you are in a, in a place, okay, this year the trend is flowers. I'm like, I'm fucked. I just, <laughs> I can't do flowers. Or I can't draw like, anything. I just can't do sh- big shapes. Uh, so I'm like, I can't do that job. So I work on the side and I, I just did my own little business. So I, I was saying to you, I was selling my cu- uh, print cushion. I sell them on border market. And I was like, this is hell. It was like, Every, I was like the, everyone wanted a discount and I'm like you don't really you don't understand I'm doing it with my hand I'm bleeding of the bloody needles like, I'm like fuck off like so I was really bad on the on the on the selling cushion and, and also like this is it that's my life now I'm just gonna stitch like 30 cushions a week and then selling them and, and I remember telling my dad I was scared to tell my dad I said oh, dad I, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. And I was like, oh, what is he going to say now? I'm like, come on, sell yourself out. But he was like, oh, you know, when, when you're creative, I think when you reach 40, that's when you have to be yeah. in your field and you have to be in a good position. I was like, yes, I've got like eight more years to fuck it up. <laughs> no, but you know, no, fuck it up. But it was like eight more years to kind of like try things. Yeah. And I think like, and okay, textile design was not quite what I wanted to do. So it just gave me the... The confidence to like, okay, well, I'm 32, 33, it means when I'm 40, I need to be in my, yeah, it was really good, actually, advice, and uh, now when I see people and they don't know, I'm like, you know what, take your time, because it takes time to figure out what you yeah. want to do, and from the time you don't give up and you just experiment and try, um, and you learn along the way, and I think all of this piece, kind of, like, all of the pieces of the puzzle, kind of, like, starting to make sense, like, what I learned in like restaurant, you know, like or like the work ethic to work in. I work in a factory when I was younger. Like all of these little bits of my life just all kind of like yeah. come together eventually, and it's really nice. And I wouldn't change anything. But uh, I, and I was really happy to have struggled because when things come to me uh, when I was forty, well, I, I was like when I did this building, it was the first time I was so proud of myself. And well, like, you know what, you deserve a little tap. Like yeah. at six years old, you were worried of wasting paper but now look at you you enjoy the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it was a nice kind of like little not revenge but it was a nice kind of achievement and I think that's when you really appreciate actually everything comes to you I think yeah. like when you're at union if something's come to you straight away I think like you don't kind of like enjoy no. it probably the same way so yeah well, at the moment good. my son is 17 yeah and he's just uh, in his last year at college yeah and he's nervous that he doesn't know whether to go to yeah. university or do this and I was like, as you know, as much as I'd like you to go to university, you're, you're not even 18 yet. No. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know what? Almost I would tell kids, don't go to university at 18 because you, you're too young. You don't know. Yeah. Like, I went back there when I was 27 and 
by then I knew what I wanted to do kind of you know yeah. it was still not quite the final choice but at least I just found especially now it's so expensive like you can't afford like to of go course. to university and do no I think it's almost like work experience I don't know I will just say try to kind of like have a bit of like especially like you, you might not get paid but at least when you're 18 you can just work for some yeah, people and see yeah. I don't know I just think I'll just get work and just get be free and <laughs> see what happens which piece that you've created has got the strongest emotional connection do you think I think that building of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah I think still now still from that day because it was just like a really turning point of a and just to see the reaction of people, you know, you just feel you are in the right path actually to make a little difference. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, what, what is your purpose? Not your purpose in life, but you know, you want to do something good for, I don't know, it's not just about you, but it's also what, what you're going to give away. And, and just to be able to see like actually people were reacting in a really positive way of, from my work. And obviously I get an amazing buzz from it. Yeah. Um, that was a really nice realization. And just, yeah, first time I was really proud and um, yeah, and just say, okay, this is it. That's my kind of purpose in life. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much confidence one has in their artwork. Yeah. It's only when they make something that stands out, like, yeah. like that piece yeah. for you. Still now, sometimes you don't have confidence. Yeah, you've got your voice. It's like, I mean, the confidence up and goes even now, you know, like people think yeah, you are like yeah, yeah. super confident, but actually, no, it's like, I think we're all kind of human and I think like, you know, like even yeah. though you are like, you just always will compare yourself to someone. I don't know, like especially these days. I think we are like <laughs> social media. Sometimes, like, why am I comparing myself <laughs> to everybody? But um, I think uh, yeah, the confidence up and goes, and I think it's also normal as a creative. Like it can't be always high. And I think my one of my dad, uh, not advice, but he always said that to you. You know, when you're creative, it's gonna be a little up and down. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true and I think maybe that's why sometimes it's really high and sometimes he's always right yeah not always <laughs> that he's got a few good good, good things to say um, you mentioned earlier about when you'd done your first sort of installation yeah um, that you was using the photocopier and you wasn't using computer yeah when you started using computer yeah obviously it was a bit intimidating because you didn't quite know where you were yeah you? <clears throat> how much easier did it make your practice uh, you make it much. Uh, the thing is, like almost like the, I just like the playfulness of the computer. I just I'm not really good when this is final. Or you know when you draw, I'm always like, oh, if you draw like, and then what? What is you don't like it? You have to go back. Where well, I think on the computer it was like a playfulness of almost like collage. In, yeah, yeah. On the computer, I think that's it's the same. When I got the first digital camera, it was the best things ever because yeah. I was like, this is okay. And you know, like before, I felt too much pressure to like. If I take a picture, if it's not good, so I didn't take pictures. So like digital camera, well, like, psh, and it took so many. Anyway, I mean, like it was really actually the new approach of taking photo of details of like things, and I get really inspired by taking photo. But so I think the computer was a really nice way of like yeah, play playfulness and yeah. just much faster. But now is the I love the back and forth. I like I think like the balance, like trying to find a rhythm where I love doing things on paper now, or I love like mixing colors like properly and not not just finding it from the pantone or. Um, so I think yeah, the bit of mix of the two I think is quite nice. But I'm not really good. I'm not really good with a computer at all. And I think now like we the studio expand and now yeah, George is working there. But we're working. On, we, I work with people who got like much more uh, capacity and uh, uh, like can come and just working with us in the studio and help us to kind of realize, help us or help me sometimes realizing a vision uh, that yeah. I can't specially do myself. You know, uh, Hassan Ajaj. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Course, yeah. So like years ago, I worked for him in his uh, oh, cafe, nice. like in Camden, yeah. and um, and I remember I wanted. He was not really massive. At, no, he just he just had a cafe and you know, with his sister. And I love Moroccan food. I was like, can I work for you? And that was kind of like the and um, and it was really nice to see him as an artist slowly starting. And he was like, he was not capable to work the computer himself or or to take photo. I, he, but he was 
working with a lot of people helping him to realize yeah, yeah, his yeah, vision yeah. and it was like it was really inspiring to see him and say okay actually you, not, you don't have to be able to do everything because not everyone can so it's just nice to kind of be able to work or collaborate with people where it's got different skills than you do yeah. and um and i see i see Matt now i'm so proud of it. it's so nice to yeah it's, it's massive yeah. it's like a beautiful photo and he's always got the same visions since all of this year so it was kind of a nice thing to like it's been a bit not my mentor but it's been a good um someone good to look at look up to yeah, yeah. You, the building that you've done in Shoreditch yeah. was obviously your first building, but since then you've been doing hotels around the world. Well, not ju- just one, and it was, oh, was it? yeah, 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 just one. It was quite mad because, um, so I, with Julia, my partner, so we worked to get so that I met on the building at the time in 2016. She was one of the volunteers, and since we've been working all of these years together, and uh, so we went to Mauritius to do a painting in an hotel. And it was like, that was a bloody, we're like, wow, where are we? We're an hotel five star, painting this hotel on the beach. Yeah. This is amazing. We love it here. And I was telling her, and we get on well with the owner, with an eccentric old man. And, um, and everyone was a bit blasé there because people come from the UK, but they've been working for 10 years on this hotel chain. And they were, oh, yeah, another palm tree. Like, they don't care. The forest, <laughs> we're like, oh my God, you don't realize that. We are like December. We are in our shorts. We're like drinking pina colada in between of working and painting. This is amazing. And I was telling Julia, Julia, I'd love to do a, 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 an hotel. Especially, like, all of the hotels were, like, really beige. Like, everyone, yeah. like, you know, you cross the, the Mauritius, which is a small island. And it's, like, amazing, colorful house, big kitchen, but, like, full on yeah. over the top. But I'm like, why don't they replicate that in the, on the beach? Come, people come on holidays. And it's, like, just to be on a bloody beige hotel. And um, I remember I said that to the, to the owner, and they were like, hold on a minute, well, I'm just opening this new chain of hotel, I want nice. you to design it, I was like, fuck, <laughs> like, no, 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 I'm just taking that, but I was quite nervous, and that was one of these jobs where, poor, we were like, pushing the deep end, yeah. and we had to work with the architect from the, which, it was intense, it was really, I don't know if it was just text over, whether we didn't have time to do anything else, it was cool, but yeah. I don't think we would do that again. Just at the end, you are choosing the, the toilet brush. I just can't believe it. You know, like, this is like, I, I don't care. I just choose it. Like, yeah. Just pick it up. I don't care about the last button of the, of the you know, of the, of the, ba- the bathroom. Or the, no, this, is, this was a bit too extreme. Of a, it was interesting, but I like the layer. I like yeah. the outdoor bits, but not like the final touch of the... I think you just finished that when I come to your studio. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the run up to, to me, yeah. On your Instagram was just one beautiful photo yeah, after yeah, I mean, another. I know. I mean, it's it was like, like dream job, wasn't it? That was dream job. I mean, that was dream job. It was also like quite weird because you just like yeah, just like the yeah, dream job from the from the from the Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I think it's amazing, and it, uh, yeah, we were going there. It was a paradise, but at some point, it's like yeah, it depends with what you work with. Like yeah, <laughs> it's course. not always uh, always yeah, fully amazing, but yeah. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag? Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I've got a question from 
one of the listeners asked what, what your dream building would be. Um, dream building, I just really want to do council estate. I think I just, nice. yeah, I just love the idea of like transforming. Yeah, I think like the, what we've been doing the last past few years, like everything, the uglier are, you know, the better, or the yeah, more people need a bit of like joy. And I think so, like if I could have a council estate one day, it'd be amazing. So any kind of council estate, like probably the, 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 not the saddest looking, you know, like someone's the one needs the most love, I think. Yeah. I think because I think you don't realize, but just transforming, just bringing a little bit of a, doesn't have to be full over the top, but just bringing like a bit of a color on its own, just like make a yeah, difference. But we've, we've found over the recent years yeah. that when the graffiti artists go in yeah. and they just do one wall, yeah. you know, in a rundown area, yeah. it really builds up. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I think it's just the, the color just gives some, yeah. some a little bit of And confidence. a bit of crowd as well. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, we know we care about the area, you know, we care about this area, which has been like completely neglected for some time years or, you know, and I think just to kind of like give a bit love back to some, yeah area which needed the most i think we when we did the building in leighton i don't know if you saw that one no. so leighton uh do you know yeah, yeah. Leighton, so we we is 150 meters of like a wall we painted and it was been like a um last summer so it was like it was um people from leighton just came to me and said we need to make this street a bit more exciting because all of the money went for the during the olympic games so like the other part of leighton has been completely transformed but our one like no one no one make yeah. any difference so like it was quite neglected and feeling a bit sad so like they there was a guy who got a cafe and the two friends so they ask all of the shops next to each other if all like the landlord above yeah, if they yeah, were happy nice. for us to paint it so it's like literally 150 meter i need to show you the picture after but 150 meter long of a street and everyone i'm like whoa it's gonna be hard to have all of the yeah, yeah, people yeah. saying yes because like mix of culture as well not everyone just want to have a bloody Full on painting on their, you know, on their facade, and uh, so they all say yes eventually. Brilliant. And um, so I did a two design. We get craft funding. Um, uh, the mayor of London gave like quite a bit of substantial money to make it happen as well. And so we painted it, and it's been really, yeah, apparently amazing. And everyone just is much excited to be in that street because again, it's been quite a lot of love put yeah. toward them. Um, so yeah. So next, like, the big that council estate. Good, the yeah. Council estate. I like yeah. the idea of that. If there was you and five other artists, mm. past and present, what would your ideal group show be? Ooh, um, Kiss Haring. Nice. Um, well then, ooh, that's a tricky. Um, I like Nikki de Saint-Fal at the moment. Do you know her? She's no, like French. Yeah, she's amazing. She did like really colorful um, sculpture in France in the 60s and it was one of the first women just push it out there. Um, I like Sonia Delaunay, which is from 1920s. She was one of the first artists uh, like kind of art deco she was one of the first artists to kind of put art on object and like developing art deco which is a bit more accessible yeah. not just like on big canvas to buy and um, well then where else I like um, I think the I like um, oh, I'm just thinking of the names but I never f Maya you know in, in uh, the state Maya she does like street arts like the big colorful brush I was just nice, just nice to see women actually doing a lot yeah. of like street art and uh, Morag Myerskopf as well. I think Morag is like she, when I finished it, I just realized she was one of the first women in the U uh, in London at the time, like doing like public space, public art with really strong graphic. And it yeah. really gave me an excitement. Like, okay, it's not just making cushions, you know, I can actually, yeah, yeah. the graphic colorful pattern can be applied on a much bigger scale. So she was one of a really ama amazing kind of like, uh, yeah, uh, 
someone to look up to look up to yeah um how many where am i two so that's four. Oh, four. hmm where's my next one two, three, why am i not thinking i'm gonna on the spot are you sure we're not five sonia delone kissaring um morag ah yeah no four and and uh maya she's <laughs> a common name this is hold on who else oh no Ma yeah that is five yeah okay perfect you recently curated the Eye on the Wii for yeah. Cursor Arts at Royal Festival Hall. Um, during a meeting just over two years ago yeah. at Cursor, um, during one of the trustee meetings, yeah. they asked us to put names forward yeah. for um, possible curators. And um, straight afterwards, I went over to Fiona, who's yeah. the director of, of arts, um, and I mentioned oh, your thank name, you. but amazing. she pulled a piece of paper back, yeah. was you oh, as well. So, amazing, oh, yeah, thank so you. That was, that was quite cool that oh, sort of both mentioned amazing. you at the same That's time. So nice. yeah. But how was your experience with that? And have you had any experience with um, people in the criminal justice system before? Um, I, hold on, no, I mean, I have friends went to jail for a little yeah. bits and bobs, um, nothing major. Um, um, and I've got friend of my friend, no, parents of my friends been to jail. Um, yeah. So I kind of like, it's something I'm kind of open to, you know, just in terms of discussion. And, and um, so that was kind of a little bit of experience. And one of my friends, her dad, kind of like, he's been in prison quite a lot when she was younger. And I don't know, she was just like telling me like he was writing or like he was kind of like doing creative things. So yeah, it was yeah. quite interesting to hear. And um, so, yeah, when Fonia, sorry, Fiona asked me to do it. I was quite excited because it's something I've, first of all, I never create anything also, but uh, yeah, and just to be in the, to learn more about the criminal justice area. I don't yeah. know, um, I was, yeah, I was just curious and open to see what was coming. And I went to see the exhibition, it was really interesting already. I was just quite amazed about what people um, with not much, I guess, in jail could work with yeah. and the yeah. creativity and the, the and the talent as well. Yeah. It was quite, um, beautiful and um so yeah i was quite excited to do it so it was like a year in between and then when the time come i just my sister is a curator in france and and because the same theme was together as well i thought maybe it would be nice i was a bit nervous to do it on my own so i just asked my sister to come and to do it with me and so we went to to their space last summer in june june uh, june july it was the yeah hottest uh, <laughs> week it was so hot in there but yeah we just it was quite overwhelming to see the amount of work it was like yeah. i don't know if it was six thousand i feel like it's quite hot it is six thousand oh, it but it's yeah. like going when you go into cursor hq yeah when you go into the rooms that are holding the art it's yeah. like being in someone's loft isn't it yeah yeah it's just packed full yeah everywhere. and it's like layers like what is like a pile on the yeah there's so much things to see and nothing like what I quite overwhelmed. Okay, my sister has been more organized than me. So, oh, hold on, like, let's start like this room. Let's do because I, I would have been like jumping from one room to another. Ah! Uh, so we did like literally like looking through all of the art and like do a pre-selection and I think like just responding of like the theme obviously together. So it was quite like it was, we needed a bit of a direction. So the theme togetherness and trying to kind of see all, all of the criteria, all of the area, and I was uh, yeah. So yeah, just. Um, I was quite nervous to, not nervous, but I was, I really, really wanted to make sure, because some of the drawing I love the most was like something really almost, not innocent, but like really sim like a simplified, yeah. like quite, and I'm like, wow, I just see my, I just trying to picture someone doing this kind of like images, which looks like a bit like a child drawing. 
and that's usually the one I love the most. But you I just wanted to make sure like the people spend a lot yeah. of time and skills and they needed their recognition too. They needed to be out there, and it was so many. Uh, it was quite hard to choose, not especially when people make so much, like all of the craft and the time they spend on things. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of have quite a few like three D piece there. And but yeah, all of the text we read, we read, <laughs> we read. Yeah. Um, or just yeah, the emotion came from the artwork was quite um, yeah quite overwhelming. I so yeah, we just had a bit of like tears. We just yeah cry a little, and also had quite a lot of laugh. Like some of the artwork is like really yeah. funny, or like yeah. it's a good sense of humor. Which I think that's usually what I love. The I like I like when it's quite like out there, almost like a bit like David Schwigley kind yeah, of yeah, artwork, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I really like that style. So um, we we just choose quite a lot of this artwork too, and. And with my sister, we kind of like almost created groups of like, we found it was a theme it coming was, yeah. through and you were like, um, a lot of people like, yeah, draw like their partner or like, um, or like a lot of animals, for example, like a lot of people just draw animals. Um, a lot of the people like paint or like did this kind of character with like grain of rice. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy. I mean, the skills is like unbelievable. So we just, well, the thing is, they've got a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, out here, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, you know, most artists is... is a business you know it has, yeah. to be, it has to be financially viable yeah and I watch I find amazing is like they do that just come it's literally proper art to me because it's like it's coming from your heart it's coming from you're not there to impress most of the artworks they don't even want to sell it it's yeah. like you know yeah. like some of the pieces are, oh I would, I'd love to have a souvenir of the exhibition and like all of the things I kind of like they were not for sale yeah. and uh, otherwise all the ones sold, they actually sold quite a lot of them but I found that wow this is actually true artist like you know you're not there to really sell or impress be on Instagram and just show that's off it. and that's coming from you just like from everything you got in, inside of you and I found that really moving I think I went to see the show in the uh, Royal Academy is a summer show. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. actually, I prefer art show. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, like, it was yeah. actually, wow, like what, what emotion you get out of that was pretty strong. And um, yeah, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm so, it's amazing this um, charity exists, I think, yeah. like to work with and just to give a bit of like time to, I don't know, escape, I guess. I mean, I don't know, maybe yeah, you, yeah. did you have this kind of, did you, what did you do when you were there? Um, I, I was in it a few times. Yeah. Um, because I was I was in jail for seven years. Okay. So I was oh, in wow. For drugs. Okay. So it was a, a long time I was in there. Yeah. So I think I went in it about five years on the truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, putting various things, whatever I was doing at the time, because when I was in, I was just absorbing art. You know, yeah. I was writing to loads of artists and. Well, in the writing. in the in the jail. In the jail. Okay, yeah. so you can just like you meet people you connect. Yeah. Well, I, I initially wanted to do traditional painting, drawing, and yeah. sculpture. Yeah. So. The art I was submitting sort of changed yeah. quite often. It was whatever I was into at that point yeah, that I'd yeah. submit, you know. But um, yeah, it was. It was and a, you were submitting for Costa as well. Yeah. Then? Okay. Yeah. So it was yeah. Because when when you're in there, I know everyone's in there for something they've done. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. But for that moment when you, you when you get the application form, mm. is a little bit of excitement because there isn't much hope while you're in there, you no. know. Um, and it's very repetitive. But for a few months, you've got. The application form, as soon as you put it in the letterbox, you've got hope. Yeah, yeah, A little yeah. bit of hope oh, for yeah. something. And then even if it's a, a denial, you know, even if your work gets knocked back, yeah. you get a reply to say it didn't get in. But even that, mm. you, someone's gone, well, at least they've looked at it, you know. Yeah. But then when it did get through, and it was, it says that it's going up on the wall. Amazing. You know, or, or at least being considered to go up on yeah. the wall. Then that was exciting. Oh. And then your family go, and then yeah. you get photographs of, the, the ones that, that, 
excited me the most was when my mum took a photograph of, of a couple of people standing at my artwork oh, looking wow. at it. Yeah. And that gave a little bit of yeah. a little bit of something, you know, a little yeah. bit of self worth, you know. Um, that that we seem to have sort yeah, of me, left me emotional. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> no, but it, it did give us a little bit of self worth that, yeah, that nice. tended to be left at the yeah. gate when we got put in jail. So, but anyone that that yeah. works with prisoners, yeah. I, I think unless they've been there, they don't realise, or yeah. you wouldn't realise, yeah. how much you've done for everyone who's been on that wall. Yeah, got me yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, like, make me tiry <clears> there, but yeah, but, fine, yeah. Yeah, you don't realise how much you've done for yeah. all of those yeah. people, you know. Um, no, yeah, nice it's a beautiful thing. I know, and, and it's nice for even for you, imagine just to yeah do also like you do that out all year round, then you yeah. you can do okay. <laughs> oh. no, it's nice to hear. no because it's, uh, I, w- I wish we also I could have talked to the people yeah. I just wanted to at some point we were saying oh can we write why we choose each piece we, but we were like no you know you can't no. send a, I, did, no. I didn't obviously know all of the rules and stuff but yeah I wanted to have a little bit of a like correspondence almost yeah. with some of the people that pick up but yeah but, so yeah it must be nice to be able to see your but picture. everyone that I invite yeah not I invite that I say like the show's on go and have a look yeah and artists go down there when they see the art they the, the power emits off of the walls yeah yeah you know, yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's it, although like you say it's it's drawn most are drawn and painted quite innocently yeah because they've not got the tools to do yeah. it you know that they haven't had the practice so most of it's coming from the heart yeah 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 and it all seems to be of of hope and freedom like yeah. you always get a lot of i don't know if you saw them in the in the hq but there's always a lot of birds and animals yeah, 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 because yeah. it's just freedom, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it was um, quite amazing. Um, could you just explain your input into the exhibition uh, itself? Yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of like yeah, again bring a bit of like a joy, I guess, in the exhibition. Yeah. It was how we could and make, again make them proud, you know, make the artwork proud, like just yeah. to see what we could do. Like, okay, this, you know, was paint and, and a bit of. I mean, the shapes were quite nice. Too. We were able to do all of this big yeah. ball plane, but. To bring a bit of like I think colorful um, environment, I think it just was to kind of like uh, amplify the um, the work or to make it uh, to not to stand up because it obviously stand up completely, but just to bring an, an extra touch of of um, of joy and just yeah. to do that for them, just to kind of like want to make them proud of being in an in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, an exhibition and that we thought of like in terms of um, 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 set. I don't know if yeah, you said, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and I guess my work is all about colour, so I thought I might as well <laughs> do a bit of a. And, and most gels, as you can imagine, are quite grey. Yeah, in yeah, colour, you know? yeah. And the, the bits of colour that do get thrown around aren't, <laughs> yeah. aren't, um, Always. You know, aren't the best. Yeah. It was quite, that's the thing, I was quite a bit nervous because I was like, obviously, you know, I just I didn't know the balance of uh, how much colour I can input, and I don't want to, obviously, you know, you just have to be, to respect all of the artwork around us to make sure, like, this is, that's the main focus so I don't want to put too much but yeah so I was a bit nervous of applying yeah. uh, colors and pattern and I think we I, I did a lot of um, sample of colors when there just to make sure we choose the right color that goes with our work and I think yeah. when um, when I applied all of the the 3d artwork on the plinth I just the plinths choose. were cold yeah the yeah were really yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened we're like oh we could sell too big we were bringing Every them back round and arched yeah, I think, yeah, I hope they kind of give them, I think that we find people too that want to take them. Yeah. But it was just like all of the top, all of the plinth were make sure that didn't clash with the art on top. So I choose like the paint matching the, or like yeah. going or complementary or the artwork. Yeah, to make One sure. of the artworks there, which was made of matchsticks, 
was the roller coaster. Yeah. And I was absolutely amazed that it made it there because it's had to have come from the prison oh, wow. to the handlers, yeah. to the house, back to the handlers, then at the yeah. Royal Festival Hall. And it was probably maybe meter? two and a half feet by uh, yeah, two feet high. A bit more than a meter. Yeah, it was uh, pff, the details on that piece. <laughs> insane. Yeah, you yeah, know, I love, I love all of these matchsticks. Um, um, Yes, yeah. I mean we put quite a few, but there were so many more, and <laughs> I just wanted a room full of them. Like the room, like with the three D, like the, yeah, the the work. I don't know, like I just some of the pieces were yeah. So the one with the rice, it's like, wow, what do you use? Like, your creativity yeah, yeah. have to kind of like work with what you've got. Which I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh, I need this paint, I need this, and I'm just like a brat, brat kids who like need the old body yeah. things, tools, and uh, it's almost like make you not do the work. You know, you're always yeah, some, yeah, yeah. missing something to do the piece. From, I mean, I don't know, maybe it's me, but like they yeah, nothing. They just from what they had and what they could make was incredible. I like also some of them make things with like flour and uh, yeah, flour like make a paste. Yeah, with flour yeah. and the soap, the soap so like the carving brilliant. in the soap is like this is insane. Like little details of like yeah. um, kind of relief in the. They're, soap they're my favorite. Is the soap and the matchsticks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that just reminds me of of being back in that, there. You did know. you do? Is that what you were doing? Uh, well? I I done a little bit of the, of, of soap. Yeah, and, and I did do the matchsticks as yeah. well. But I was just so immersed into 2D painting and drawing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the soap, it, yeah. the soap, you, see, you just lose yourself with it. Yeah. We, had, we had just a, um, I was doing it with just a, a paper clip. Wow. And just shaving off with a paper clip yeah. and just nicking wow. away. You know, sometimes we had a razor blade. Yeah. Um, are you allowed razor blades? No. <laughs> you like, wow. but, but you have a little razor blade yeah. to put away. Not for anything yeah, violent, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just for cutting paper and little yeah. bits and pieces. Well, I was anyway, but yeah, occasionally you'd cut in, but most of the time it was with um, yeah. just anything that was sort of big enough to. Pick and do you do that in your cell, or you're allowed to go and work? Do you have oh, no, workshop? Just in, in the cell. Oh, just, uh, yeah, because yeah. that's the thing as well. Like people were saying you, they were during the lockdown, they were only allowed. So for 23 and a half hours, they were in the cell. 23 and three quarters. Yeah, three. Oh. That's, yeah, that and, was and you insane. You had a quarter of an hour out, you could either queue up for the phone or get a shower. Wow. What? Because you've got a quarter of an hour wow. a day. So. That, I mean, that, I couldn't believe when I just, I didn't really, all of that I didn't know as well. And I was like, wow, this is just insane. And you could see a lot of artwork, like also what, they, what people draw, like really incredible drawing about the sink or, you know, like, or yeah. they kind of like, I loved all of the 3D kind of like a cardboard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, maybe, the, I don't know, the weird actually, three people, done, I thought maybe that was a theme they give it in the cell because they, three boxes, like people make three boxes of them in the cell yeah. with a, in relief. Um, they were the ones that come out, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know Patrick Hughes? And he does a thing called reverse perspective. Oh yeah, he's got something in Shoreditch. Like the, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Studio. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, that's Patrick Hughes. Okay. Um, yeah, so he invented that yeah. reverse perspective. Yeah. Uh, so Patrick Hughes, sorry, did he write to you? Are you actually allowed to write to? Yeah, well, when it just deviating off, yeah. of, off of this, when when I discovered art, yeah, fell in love with it. Yeah, we had to copy an artist's work from okay. a magazine. Yeah. And I found this artist who, have you heard of Dougie Fields? Oh, no. He would really appeal to you <laughs> okay, because he's very 80s colours. Okay. And he's very, uh, his portraits are very, um, as if they were done on, on um, an old computer, you know, they're, yeah, they're yeah, very yeah. square yeah, and rigid. I like um, and I saw his um, artwork in a paper with, you know, Zandra Rhodes? Yeah, yeah. 
So she was doing an interview and there was a painting behind her okay. by Dougie Fields. Okay. And she mentioned uh, her friend Dougie Fields who lived in Earl's Court in London. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I like his <laughs> artwork. So I just wrote a letter to Dougie oh. Fields, Earl's Court, <laughs> London. Amazing. And it got there. Oh, wow. And he replied. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, and then... Um, I wrote to Patrick Hughes and an artist called Ray Richardson. Okay. They replied, and both of them, well, all three of them, still my friends to Amazing. today. Amazing. Oh, you met them. And that was from That's 96. Oh, wow. 1996. Amazing. And it was, yeah, brilliant. So, oh, so good. When I got out and started university, mm. I was a first-year student, and getting invited to yeah, all these private yeah. views everywhere. So yeah, good. It, was, it was really special. Oh, wow. made me feel, yeah, yeah it really course. made me feel good. That's a good story. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah. bad. I wish I would have monopolised on it a lot sooner. Yeah. Because it's been 20, 20 years since I got out now. Yeah. <laughs> if you wasn't an artist, Camille, what would you like to be? I think um, I will be, I don't know, you said that in English, but I will work at school um, telling, helping young kids which direction to take. You know, oh, like nice. A, mentor? Yeah, probably mentor, yeah, because I remember when I was 15, I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. And I'm like... You just want to take the, tell the kids, like, do whatever feel right now. Don't think yeah. about the massive, like, year's plan because you're only 15. Yeah. It's like, just, just enjoy it. Like, just, like, you know, try to be a bit independent soon if you can. You know, like, yeah. be nice to your parents. <laughs> uh, do good things. I don't know, like, just, like, be warm towards kids because I just find it, you just really can shape people uh, at a young age in terms of not shaping them but helping them to... Um, gives them confidence. Yeah. I think I want to be that person. I yeah, think they haven't like got, at that age, they haven't got confidence. Or they're not entirely sure what they want to do. There's only no. a small percentage yeah. of children who have got that focus of well, where they yeah. want to go. Yeah. But I'm also um, a trustee of a charity called the 16 Trust. It says to oh, children of that age, this is what's available. It's not just an artist or a designer. Sure. It's everyone oh, around. It's good. the makers, the yeah, cameramen, yeah, yeah. the... Uh, oh, brilliant everything that. around it yes oh, like, let me uh, know because that sounds a good I think yeah because you don't know when you're I mean I don't, we didn't know what was available I didn't know no. and I think that's when you get really lost and I think that's why I think like almost just doing work for, with people like you know maybe instead of paying university go and just do work experience with like professionals yeah. until you find what you like and you could try many things yeah. I don't know I think that would be nice to have this kind of almost uh uh, way of like when you're 15 just having a possibility to work with a lot of like yeah. different makers or yeah creative and see because yeah, when I was at school we was just being I went to a comprehensive school yeah and we was just literally being pushed onto building sites yeah at the yeah, end of yeah. school it was just that's it go no on to, yeah, yeah. Work, on a, work on a building site which is all well and good I'm not knocking yeah that, but you know, know they pushed us one down one narrow avenue when there was a well yeah. of, of So your charity, that's what they're doing. They're kind of like talking to the kids yeah. at school and just telling them, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not pushing them into that no. direction, but just showing telling them what's, them what's aware. Yeah. Okay, that's really good. And what have you got coming up, Camille? Anything coming up in the pipeline at uh, the moment? Yeah, so we, so like Julia and Georgie, with the three of us in the studio, so we're working towards making like a, a permanent installation in Chicago. And it's nice. like, yeah, it's going to be really good. It's... um. So it's part of a, it's a new kind of like, it's called Color Factory. And it's like a colorful museum. So it's a lot of installation uh, based on colors. And so we're doing, I don't know if you remember, like we did like a now gallery, like a few years ago, I did like yeah, a maze yeah. with color and pattern. So it's almost kind of retaking that idea, but bringing more like 3D shapes. I, I don't know, I just like, when I did this installation, what I love is like when you, I just wanted to bring people's back their feeling of being an inner, like yeah, your yeah, inner yeah, child. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you go to gallery and it's intimidating. Like, I remember going to space and uh, it could feel quite intimidating where I th actually uh, the best exhibition experience I had was when I had a laugh 
looking at like Martin Park exhibition or seeing like going to see Bridget Wiley and I was like a child. Yeah, I yeah, running. I can imagine. I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> you know when you're a child and you run around, like, oh my god, this is crazy. Um, I love it and uh, yeah, so I think like this kind of feeling I love. Oh, is that my phone? I don't know what it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry, thanks. So, so yeah, so I think just uh, bring the, back the inner child yeah. in the exhibition space. So I think that's what we're going to try to do, like bring a yeah, bit of excitement in there. And finally, where can people find what you're doing, be it social media or website? Um, so I've got Instagram and it's Camille And I've got a website and same, CamilleWallala.com. That's it? Yeah. That's all my questions asked. Thanks. Thanks so much. much Yeah, it was really nice to have a chat. Well, hope you enjoyed that episode of the Ministry of Arts podcast. If you're unable to support us on Patreon, leaving a review on whichever platform you listen to this podcast really does help us get noticed and anyone else looking for an art podcast. Or even giving us a positive shout out on your social media. Anything is appreciated. But either way, thanks for listening. And until next week, sad out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.